Hello, everyone. This is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here today. When we look back at this free agency class for the NBA, the biggest storyline will be what teams got great players or what teams got superstars. will be which team didn't get the big superstars, and that was the New York Knicks. And the New York Knicks just continue to show what a disorganized mess of an organization they have become. There's so many things to break down about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving not going to the Knicks. But I'll start by playing a little bit of devil's advocate to start, shall we, before I get into that. In the grand scheme of everything, the Knicks actually haven't had a bad free agency. They've gotten a lot of good young players. They got the number third pick in the draft, which they got R.J. Barrett, who's a prospect I really like. I think he will be a very good scorer in the NBA. And for a rebuilding team, which they are, wasn't a bad offseason. They don't have any terrible contracts. But the problem is the offseason was supposed to go a different way. And it's clear that it has gone as wrong as it possibly could for the Knicks. It started when they didn't get the Zion pick with the number one overall pick. But now, as the dust begins to settle, it's clear that the Knicks once again are a mess. And now, they're the little brother in their own city. Don't let the Knicks try to fool you. You keep hearing that, oh, this was part of their plan. They wanted to rebuild all along. Well, yesterday, their president, Steve Mills, released a statement, while we understand that some Knicks fans could be disappointed with tonight's news, we continue to be upbeat and confident in our plans to rebuild the Knicks to compete for championships in the future through both the draft and targeted free agents. Translation, we blew this offseason. The Knicks are a mess. We know the ownership group is bad. But the Knicks cannot tell you that they wanted to build through the draft, that they wanted to be a young team. No, no, no. That's not. Their actions have spoken louder than words. And, of course, for Kevin Durant to come out and said that the big reason why he's going to Brooklyn is because Kyrie soured on the Knicks and decided to go to Brooklyn. And I'll get on their impact with Brooklyn and what this means for the Nets going forward. But the Knicks, once again, certain organizations can't get out of their own way. And the New York Knicks did it again. You can't tell me you weren't after the big fishes in free agency. The whole reason behind the Kristaps Porzingis trade was to clear cap space. I mean, they traded one of their best stars probably in the last decade or two. And they traded him for peanuts and cap space. How's that looking today as Porzingis re-ups in Dallas? It's not looking very good. And I understand the Knicks were in a tough situation because... He didn't want to play for the Knicks, but do you think part of it is that your organization, they just don't know how to handle it? I mean, one of the big things this offseason was they brought in DeAndre Jordan, right? He's one of Kevin Durant's best friends. They bring him on the team, and instead of catering to him, trying to upsell him on New York, trying to make him as happy as possible, they put him on the bench to, quote, play the younger guys. Now he's going to Brooklyn as well. You don't think he probably told Kevin, hey, I was there for a couple months. It was a mess. Don't go to New York. New York is living in a fantasy world, the Knicks. That doesn't exist anymore. They think that free agents 
only want to come to New York to be on the big stage and have the giant contracts. But the truth is, a lot of teams can also offer the same contracts and their better situations. And for New York, it's no longer the way for players to get brands. They're their own brands because of social media, because of television contracts. They're able to be seen outside their city. The appealing points that New York had two decades ago, they're gone now. Players want to win and be on good teams. And the Knicks are not a good team. And this was an offseason they had to win. They had to completely win this offseason. And just to show how dysfunctional they are, they didn't even offer Kevin Durant the max deal. Are, are, are you serious? You have two max spaces and you couldn't offer him the whole deal? That just shows how disorganized this organization is. Basketball is different. It's a lot of money, but it's not the amount of money you'd be giving your own players. And I know this first year is going to be a wash with the Achilles injury and you're worried about him being 100%. But it's a four-year contract. It's not going to cripple your franchise going forward. Never forget this is the franchise that gave Joaquin Noah a massive contract, even though it was clear he was not a great player anymore. They have given out countless terrible contracts. And the one time they should go well, and they don't. And I understand a lot of it is James Dolan, the ownership. I understand that players don't want to play for him. But really, they don't want to play for this bad team. And the Knicks keep just making it worse. Because you knew what the alternative was if you didn't get Kevin Durant. He was going to Brooklyn. This wasn't a situation where it was between them and the Warriors. If that was a situation and they didn't want to get into paying him because he's injured and he goes back to Golden State, that's one thing. Because then it's rational. He can make more money in Golden State. He's won championships in Golden State. You knew the alternative was him going to Brooklyn. And now Brooklyn is just making you guys look even worse. Not only did the Nets land the two biggest prizes in free agency, but we forget they're kind of the shadow of the Knicks. Bad coaching hires, bad personnel decisions, just trading away their whole drafts for the Boston Celtics. Yet they've overcome that. They've been able to overcome adversity and be a good team. We're a playoff team last year. And now they have two great stars. They are showing that even incompetent franchises can turn it around. And right now, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are in the Knicks' backyard. This will be very difficult for the Knicks because they really haven't had competition with Brooklyn. Brooklyn's been the other team in New York. Now they're the team in New York. There was without a question in my mind that they are the team in New York. Not only because they're better, but because they're more interesting. Because they have a better front office. They know how to handle themselves. The Knicks don't. And this is a franchise that will rule this town, and they haven't even been in the town as long as Kevin Durant's been in the NBA. That's scary. And for the Nets, I'm glad for them because it'll be great to talk about them. It's great to have a great team in Brooklyn. But for the New York Knicks, once again, they have to look at themselves in the mirror today and really say, this is a charade. The image that they've put out, or they think that they have, is this great storied franchise in a place that everyone wants to play. Well, then why does no one want to come there? 
Here's the sad truth of it all. The Knicks are a team that have the worst owner in sports. Arguably the worst roster in the NBA. They've won one championship in their history. This is a franchise. They look at themselves like they're the LA Lakers that have won multiple championships. They've won one championship. They've won one title in their history. Just one. Just one title. They think that this is a place that everyone wants to play. Well, not really. They have the world's most famous arena where everyone wants to play. Not really. Is there is there a special place to play in the garden? Yeah, but guys can play on the road there. People are not just coming from the garden, the mystique, the branding in New York. Could you be a big brand in New York? Absolutely. But these players are walking brands as it is. They don't need New York to make them. It would be a nice perk, but that's about all it is. And once again, the New York Knicks, every time they keep trying to tell the fans, and I think themselves to an extent, we have all this money, we are going to get great players, and we are going to be competitive. Then why is it every time after the dust sells, we look at the Knicks and say, what is going on with them? At this point, they have to go full rebuild because there's no option. And they can't sell to their fans that we were trying to rebuild all along. Then why'd you clear that cap space by unloading Chris Stapps for nothing? They could have gotten a lot more for a talented big man that can shoot like that within his prime. And they didn't. They did declare cap space because Kevin Durant. And you look weaker, too, by apologizing to your fans. Because it doesn't make you look stronger. It makes you look weaker. You're acknowledging, hey, we made a mistake. But the fans already know you made a mistake. And this will just make them angrier. And now, they'll be the little brother in their city. The Nets are going to dominate in New York. Because they'll actually be a relative basketball team. They were a playoff team last year. Now, I think they'll be a potential borderline without Kevin Durant next year. But the following year, I think they'll be a very good team. I think they'll be a very good team. And the Knicks don't realize this. I understand Kevin Durant isn't going to hurt play this year because he was hurt. I understand that. And I understand they're worried about the injury. But the reason you bring in Kevin Durant is he brings other players with him. He would have brought a Kyrie Irving. He would have brought other great players. And other great players would want to play with him. That's why you get stars. Because in this league now, stars want to play with other stars. And I said this at the time, too. Everyone kept saying, Kevin Durant, his sign sealed and delivered in New York. I said, until he signs the paper, it is not official. It is not official because he can look at other options and say, you know what? Brooklyn's got a younger team. They were a playoff team. And in some ways, it's a better fit for him because even though he'll be in the New York market, I do think he'll get his fair share of media attention. I don't think he would have gotten the same media attention as if he went to the Knicks and struggled with the Knicks. I think he's a little bit more protected in Brooklyn. They would be in strictly in with the Knicks. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I do think it is a big thing because even though we're talking about the Nets today, the big thing you hear in New York, what they're talking about, isn't talking about the Nets landing these guys. It's about how the Knicks blew landing these guys. The Knicks are the, te- the team in the town. 
even though right now they're the laughing stock of the town. This was the risk of the injury. And I understand that you don't want to invest in an injured player, but here's the thing. It was a four-year contract, and this was an offseason. You could not mess up. You couldn't afford to miss out on these great free agents because this is what you had been building for for years and selling to your fans for the last 12 months that this was going to be the time to change the franchise. And then coming out of it like, uh, you know, we have a plan. We're going to build young to draft. You don't have a plan. Your plan was to get Kevin Durant. Here's your problem. You didn't have a backup plan. You just assumed he was coming to your team. You know that old saying, what happens when you you assume, it makes an you-know-what out of you. And that's what the Knicks look like today. Because they just assumed that Kevin Durant was just going to walk in the door and sign that contract. No, Kevin Durant is like any other NBA player. He wants to be wooed. And while I do think the fans were doing everything possible to get him to New York. Was the organization going out of their way to recruit Kevin Durant? No. They weren't. Even though he was their only plan, they didn't have a backup plan. Did they do everything to make one of his best friends, DeAndre Jordan, happy in New York? And say, you know what? These guys, they support me. They are great. This is a good front office. You should come here, Katie. No. They put him on the bench. You don't think DeAndre Jordan had a little bit of Kevin Durant's ear? He was on the fence and said, dude, don't come here. They sat me. They have no idea what they're doing here. It's not helping. And this franchise will continue to struggle until they have a plan. And they didn't have a backup plan. They didn't have a second star they were going to. Once Kevin Durant said he was going with the Nets, it was clear this team didn't have a backup plan. And they're trying to convey to you, the fans, that they do, and they don't. Their plan was Kevin Durant. And they just assumed he was coming. And they assumed uh, superstars would follow Kevin Durant. But look at the teams that have been aggressive this summer, right? The 76ers were aggressive. They have a great team now. I would say they have a better team now because they were already a very good team. The Celtics were aggressive in getting Kimball Walker. The Lakers were aggressive trading for Anthony Davis. Looking back on it now, if the Knicks could have been a little bit more aggressive and gotten Anthony Davis, could it have been more appealing for Kevin Durant or another superstar to come? Absolutely. But they're looking at this roster, it's a bunch of kids, and your best player is going to be a 19-year-old coming out of the NBA draft. Not exactly enticing for a superstar veteran in this league. It's not. But you have to understand, your perception has to match reality in order to be successful. You may think you're an incredible entrepreneur. But if there are a lot of bounce checks in your bank account, that probably isn't the case, is it? The Knicks think that they are the premier destination in the NBA. But they're not. They have this idea that they are one of the bedrock franchises of the NBA. Now, basketball is important in New York, but the Knicks in the history of the NBA, 
they get overlooked. And rightfully so, they've won one title. And there's a lot of factors. I understand the ownership group. I understand that the Nets and Kyrie, there's a lot of factors that went into this decision. But once again, the Knicks, they say all these things. They promise the world. And then you see the magic behind the curtain. You're like, this is it? Really? More rebuilding? And the fans, if you had a plan and you wanted to rebuild, I do think Nick fans would be patient, but you have to show a plan. And once again, this front office, this is why Nick fans are frustrated, because they don't have a plan. They don't know what they're doing. Absolutely no idea. And they will be haunted by this for the next at least five years. Because the Nets, they've overcome dysfunction. They've been as dysfunctional as the Knicks, you could make the case. Yet they've done all the right things. The Knicks this year basically tanked the season, and they didn't get Zion. The Nets didn't tank their seasons. They tried to develop young players and draft both the limited picks they have, and they actually built a pretty good team. The Knicks just assume stars want to play for them. No, stars want to play with other stars, and they want to be recruited. They want to be wooed. And the Knicks just sit back on their hands thinking, oh, yeah, they're, they're coming any minute now. Kevin Durant's going to walk through that door and change our franchise. Any minute now. Any minute. Oh, he signed with the Nets. Well, what do we do now? That is the New York Knicks organization in a nutshell. And it's very simple. I never thought I would say this, but they're going to be the little brother in their own city. Because the Nets were aggressive, and the Nets wooed Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And because of that, they were rewarded. And they are showing that in the city of New York, they're the most well-run organization, but they have a plan. And once again, the Knicks are rudderless. And the streak of ineptitude will continue. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. Make sure to subscribe to us on iHeart, SoundCloud, Speaker, and, of course, tune in and Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. Check out our YouTube channel. And, of course, get in touch with us, richsportstalk at gmail.com and richsportstalk on social media. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.